Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Last night, the Parramatta Eels knocked over the Brisbane Broncos 24-16. A lot to take out of this game, a lot. Obviously, the Brisbane Broncos, they led 16-0. The second half, though, Parramatta, they won 24-0. Look, uh, Parramatta weren't great in the first half. They dropped a heap of ball. Brisbane, they really did capitalise. They looked really confident. I thought Anthony Milford looked sensational. That's the best footy I've seen him play in 18 months. That, That was sensational. The confidence for him to be putting in that kick uh, for Xavier Coates. I mean, that's the sort of Milford that we love to see. And I just love this guy when he backs himself. Um, I thought he was sensational. A guy that I've been very disappointed in over the last two years has been Brody Croft. I thought he was great the other night. I thought he was really good. Um, Jake Turpin is another guy people are rapping a lot. I thought he had a really solid game defensively. He was fantastic. A couple of good things with the ball. I just I just feel like he, he's been he's holding the ball a little bit too long for me around the ruck. Um, if I was those halves, it'd be starting to do my head in. I think you saw Milford start to show a bit of that uh, emotion at times. Uh, I mentioned Brody Croft, of course. You know, he had an opportunity to put Brisbane back on the scoreboard, as has been the way with Brody for the last few years. Just, just a moment away from getting it right. Uh, dropped the ball. We saw Turpin come through to score a try. Uh, went upstairs. It was no try. Bit of a controversial one. And look, I'm not... Look, the referee shouldn't have to have made that decision in the first place. Yeah, it was a simple... It was it was a two-metre pass that had to be completed. Brisbane couldn't get it right. I, I have a lot less sympathy for them when it comes to referees' decisions when you make life hard on yourself, which is exactly what Brody Croft did in that moment. Um, I, I thought to kick off the game, Osako was strong. Um, I thought Xavier Coates was unreal. He was sensational. I think he might have got injured there, putting a little bit of GST on that try, to be honest with you. It's all... You know, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think you need to be going that aerial to put the ball down, uh, especially that first try. I mean, like doing the front flip and stuff, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm too old school. Maybe I'm a little bit over the top with that. But I just think just get the ball down, just get it down safely, keep yourself intact. Um, 
Obviously, Kevin Walters, he came into that game with a plan to play Turpin for 80 minutes. So he went in with four forwards on the bench to compete with, you know, your Nathan Browns, your Junior Paulos, your Ryan Madisons, your Regan Campbell-Gillards, these sort of stars. Um, when you get those injuries, when you get Matt Lodge with the hamstring go, you're already missing Payne Haas. Uh, you get Xavier Coates leave. I mean, it makes life incredibly difficult. I think it was the other one was Johnny Asiata. That that did not look good at all. And he, he was impressive. This is a guy I've been talking about for a long time as a really good ball playing 13. When Asiata left, it's it sort of went into a little bit of Barney rubble there. Um, I think they really missed him. He was looking really, really good for them. Uh, obviously, they will have Payne Haas returning in three or four weeks. As I said before, ball was kicked. Look, Brisbane, they need to start well. They're without Stags. Fafita's now left. They're without Payne Haas. They're now going to be without Matt Lodge. Uh, they could be out without Xavier Coates. They'll probably be without Asiata for a couple of weeks. This could easily go from bad to worse. As impressive as they were, as good as they were, um, it, there, there was just a couple of things that worried me. And look, I understand that they didn't have a full bench. I understand that. And it was really brave of them to hang in there. But it was... There was a critical moment in about the 65th minute. It was about three or four minutes where they had the ball on last tackle on about halfway. The first time, Turpin, the markers were split. He was free. He went to kick. He kicked it straight into a back, uh, you know, Parramatta got the ball on halfway. All of a sudden, that whole momentum swings. The end, like your set, is only as good as the last tackle option, and that was that was a pretty average one. There wasn't any pressure on him. It was just a poor kick. Uh, the next set, they're down by two. There's ten minutes to go. You know, the good halves. If they're on halfway, they put it into a corner. They turn them around. They back their defense in. Milford goes for a chip over the top. There, just just not the play for the moment. Um, and look, as I've been saying for the last two years, they're, they're really missing an experienced half in there, a guy like James Maloney to tell them where they need to be going, what needs to be happening, even in hooker to make sure that ball gets in the hands of Brodie Croft or Milford to kick it deep, to make sure they get it down the other end in Andrew McCulloch. Like, he would have been sensational having this side still. Uh, don't get me wrong, Turpin was really good. I'm not bagging Turpin. I just think they are lacking that experience head, and it showed in that really crucial moment there. Um, I thought Jordan Ricky. I've been a little bit iffy of him the last few weeks. I spoke about him last year, and whenever I talked about him, I always finished the sentence with, he's very raw. He is getting a little bit overhyped. I think you potentially saw that the other night. I don't think he was in the top five or six forwards on the field. Um, I thought Tavita Pango Jr. had little flashes where he looked really strong. Like He just showed us exactly what we know Tavita can do. It's just about doing it consistently and staying on the park. Uh, but look, I thought Brisbane, that was a really courageous effort. It's a huge improvement on where they were last year. They looked really confident to start that game, but it just it worried me that when the momentum swung, they weren't able to hold Parramatta out. Um, just a couple, you know, as, as soon as there's a little bit of second phase footy coming out of Parramatta, they're just in all sorts Brisbane, and I understand they were missing players, they were exhausted, I, I get it. Um, but I just think Brisbane... It's the relaunch of their club, essentially. I just, uh, I thought there would have been a bit more desperation there. They had, they had, as I said, they had the moment to win it with Brody Croft going through. He dropped the ball onto his toe. They got away with that. Uh, they didn't get away with the video ref decision. No sympathy from me there. You should have made that one count. Um, for the Paramount Eels, extremely impressive. The hooker was unbelievable. I still think this guy, Reid Marnie, he's going to be the, the forgotten man over the next decade as far as hookers go. Um, I think Harry Grant's going to have a mortgage on that Queensland and Kangaroos journey. Jersey. I think Reid Marnie's going to be the Jake friend of this generation. But 
wow, the other night was really impressive. And probably my biggest knock on Marnie over the last few years is that he doesn't have the attacking upside of some of these other guys. But his running game was sensational last night. That was very, very impressive. Uh, there was an offload from from Madison where he took off. Ruck recognition was brilliant. Found Junior Paulo essentially under the sticks. Uh, did some really impressive things. As per usual, mateys. 50, 53 tackles, whatever it was, didn't miss any, was sensational. A really impressive game from Reid Marnie. Obviously scored the first try for the Eels, which got them right back into that game. Um, I thought Parramatta's middles in the second half were really strong. Junior Paulo was brilliant. Uh, Nathan Brown was sensational through the middle. Not a fantastic game for Sean Lane and Ryan Madison. Sean Lane in particular, I thought he was gassed. He looked very underdone to me. Uh, Maddo... Just on the last pass a couple of times, got got a few things wrong. Did produce the offload at the end that led to the Junior Paulo try, though. Um, Sean Lane, though, he looked very underdone, as I said. And a guy that I've spoken about in patches during this offseason that I said in the trials, Isaiah Papali'i, he has looked very impressive, and he was sensational tonight. If I was Sean Lane, I would be very very nervous about this guy. I'm just trying to get his stats up. He played 57 minutes. Uh, 15 hit-ups for 180 metres. Um, oh, how many tackles did he get through? 17 or so, is that? Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, I thought he was very impressive. He's a guy that I've spoken about, and I, I have said to watch him, but I didn't think he would be that impressive, to be perfectly honest with you. He was... That was a fantastic game from Isaiah Papali. Sorry, 30 tackles, not 17. Wow. Very impressive from him. If I was Sean Lane, I would be very, very nervous. I uh, thought Oregon, Kafusi, Keegan Hipgrave did their job when they came on. Sean Lane's probably the worry for me there, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown, bit of a mixed bag. Um, both got slapped at different points. I thought Mitch Moses' kicking game was really good, especially in the second half. He really started to turn the gears with his kicking game there. Real mixed bag for Dylan Brown. Saw him do a couple of things I haven't really seen him do before. Uh, Tom Opachik, mixed bag for him as well. Um, some things he did I really liked. Other things left a lot to be desired. Uh, Wong and Blake, not a bad night out. Uh, handy. I thought Blake Ferguson was really strong. Uh, good to see Fergo smiling and doing his thing again. Uh, had a scored one try and, and had a, a massive hand in another one, obviously kicking in for Gutho. Uh, Gutho was just everywhere once again. Um, you know, I quite often say, and people get mad, that I don't think he's in that top top class of fullbacks just skill set wise but you cannot question his effort um, there's not many fullbacks that would have been there to score that try where Fergo kicked back in simply because everyone was looking at the ref waiting for a decision uh, but Gutho was there as per usual he has just got just effort built on effort built on effort um, yeah it's hard to knock Gutho he, he just does his very best week in week out and look the Paramount Eels showed that when they want to play footy they are they, they are a top-shelf team. I still don't think they're a contender team. To come out there and start the way they did uh, was very disappointing. But I'll tell you what, fuck me, if I had to wear those jerseys, I reckon I'd be very disappointing too. What was doing there? How on earth have they got the team they do where they, you know, they've got a squad that can win a premiership and that's the jersey they choose to play in this year? Far out. It reminds me of the old, um, when, when your younger brother or your, your younger cousins used to have the old uh, best and less jerseys that you'd look at them and you'd sort of go, oh, I know what team it is, but it's just not right sort of thing. That jersey was, looked like a training jersey. I'd be I'd be getting rid of that quick smart. There's a couple of guys there, obviously, you know, Dill Brown, Mitch Moses, Clint Gutho, pretty pretty cool cats that obviously uh, 
<laughs> obviously fancying themselves, know their fashion and whatnot. I'm sure they would be absolutely filthy on that jersey. Interesting to see what comes of that. Uh, Parramatta, though, when they did kick into gear, they were sensational. Uh, very impressive. I think Brisbane... Uh, it's a good base to build off. I thought Pat Garrigan, he's the one guy I didn't mention. I thought he was unreal tonight. Um, just an absolute workhorse, 48 tackles. I'd be shocked if he went for under 15 hit-ups. He was really, really strong just getting it up now. Um, played the full 80 as well. Very impressive. Yeah, 19 hit-ups, 48 tackles. Pat Carrigan, he was large. Very, very good. I thought Alec Glenn was really handy tonight too. Uh, had a really good game. Uh yeah, look, it is round one. Brisbane, definitely an improve on what we were seeing last year. Showed a lot more pride in their jersey. I mean, if they would have been in a game last year where they lost three out of their four benches coming up against a team that was a top eight side, with, with the high-end attacking with the Parramatta Eels, they would have been in all sorts last year. That would have been a 50-point drumming. Uh, they lost by eight points. They probably blew a try there. So um, they were well and truly in this game. I, it would have been really interesting to see if they didn't lose all those, those players, how they would have handled this. Because the Parramatta Eels, when they started rolling, they were really dangerous. The one thing I will say about Brisbane is that they obviously had the mistake very early in the game. And as I said last year, that would have rattled the hell out of them. But the boys, they pulled it together. They showed how much more resilient they are this year than last year. And it's really exciting for Kevin Walters. Um, this season definitely could have started worse for Brisbane. I think they'll be pretty happy with how that unfolded. Second half was disappointing, but with all those injuries and whatnot, I think they still showed a lot of pride in the jersey, which is all we want from the Broncos, realistically. That's where they need to get back to. For Parramatta, good little hit out. Uh, They'll be really disappointed in the first half. This won't be a win. They'll be celebrating in any way, shape, or form. Uh, They'll have their eyes on bigger things, but... They did show us in the second half that when they get clean ball and they get a good amount of footy, um, as we know, as we've seen every single game so far this season, all three of them, the team that holds the ball for the longest, they will put points on the board. You saw Brisbane in the first half. You saw Parramatta in the second half. Parramatta know what they have to do. It's just a matter of executing it week in, week out. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 